thank you to everyone for subscribing to the Kickers Matter Fantasy Football Podcast. If you could um, give us a review and share on all social media, that would be absolutely awesome. And I hope you enjoy the show tonight. Hey, somebody has run out on the field. Some goofball in a hat and a red shirt. Now he takes off the shirt. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20. They're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare-chested. Somebody stop that man. Here comes the blue coat. Right, hi everyone, welcome along to the Kickers Matter Fantasy Football Podcast. Um joined as ever by Jamie Byram tonight. How you going, mate? Not bad yourself. Yeah, yeah, all good, all good. Um we've got a, we have got a new Mr. Big Chest in town. A new Mr. Big Chest. <laughs> Mr Mr. Alan Sansom, um a well a feature article writer for us at the minute on our website. I think you've got yeah. about twenty on there at the minute. I've got to do something, haven't I? <laughs> no, they're great. They're great. How are you, how are you doing anyway, Anne? I'm not bad. Not bad. Good. Good to be here. Good to have you, mate. Good to have you. Um, yeah, enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride. <laughs> That's all yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so right, boys. Tonight we're going to run down some of the latest NFL news. Um, Jamie's got well some sort of a game. Yeah, yeah kind of a game. Yeah, not really yeah. a game, but yeah, it should be interesting. And then we're going to take a look at both the AFC and the NFC North for fantasy. So we'll start with some of the news. Um, I think the biggest news this week was Sterling Shepard's new contract. Yeah. Uh, that, was the big, that was the biggest news. I, well, <laughs> I, I, I think so. He's probably, um, what, getting traded next week? Yeah, it's because he's getting <laughs> traded, probably. No, Gettleman. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't what know. It's 41, 41 million for a year um, with 21 million guaranteed. Um, and I think his base his salary is like 1.2 million this year or something like that. So he's one one of those odd players, Shepard. I think because uh, I, I liked him liked him at Oklahoma, but then obviously joined the Giants. So you know, <laughs> abs- absolutely no time for him at all. Um, <laughs> As the Eagles fan, you are. A <laughs> bit. I, I think with Shepard is he's I believe I think he's he's an underrated wide receiver. I think he's better than his stats, numbers, and what everybody thinks he is. I think, given the right situation, he could be a a high-end wide receiver two. I don't think he can. he's going to be good enough to be a wide receiver one, but I, I generally think in the right situation, he could be a wide receiver two. Whether or not the Giants is the right situation, hmm, time will tell. Well, he fulfills uh, Gettleman's number one uh, requirement for a wide receiver, doesn't he? He can block, which uh, yeah. isn't great for fantasy, but that's uh, that's what the Giants' wide receivers are now all about, isn't it? Yeah. Blocking and yeah, helping but helping Barkley run more. I I just found it um very weird with obviously the Golden Tate signing. They're very well, they're, they are very similar the two as receivers. Um, I I don't think it does a lot for his value dynasty wise for me anyway. I I wouldn't draft him any earlier than what I would. About no. You no, I've I been would. trying to trade him in the, the one league I have him in. I've been trying to trade him for about three years and, and no one seems to want him, which I always find a bit odd. <laughs> I, I, if, I presume I'm not in that league because I'll try and buy him if I am. No, no, no you're, you're not. You're not in that one, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we must um, we must let everyone know that Alan's in about, well, about 100 leagues with us. So um, <laughs> <laughs> we are all madmen. Um, speaking of wide receivers then, Chris Hogan. One year deal with the Carolina Panthers today. Um, that's a game changer. That absolute game changer for Carolina. <laughs> yeah. So they move on from Devin Funches to go to Chris Hogan. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not buying Chris Hogan anytime soon. No. Yeah. No. 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 I think that's yeah, pretty much. That's pretty got... much it for the news, to be honest. You um, got Leonard Fournette. Oh, yeah, we can go on to that, but it wasn't really much of a story, was it? No, people are blowing it up. What is it? He, he didn't, Unpaid pay a, fines. didn't pay a speeding ticket or something. Yeah, there you oh, go. Who cares? The Jags are going to move yeah. on from him next year anyway. Yeah, I don't think it does his calls any good with the Jags, to be fair. Because 
he's on thin ice there as it is for me. Um, yeah. Coughlin hates him, right? Which is is never going to help. But he's, the the injuries have just killed him. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I mean, for me, spit for fantasy. I'm, I've sold him everywhere this this off season. That I I had him, so he's a sell candidate for me. Yeah, we. I think next year he'll end up on the Patriots and he'll win a Super Bowl. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Our, our co-host out in America at the minute will um, will love that, won't he? So, he what another? Well, speak, speak, speaking of that, are you going to are you going to skip over uh, Austin Safarian Jenkins, the, the new Gronk? No, actually, we're not. That's um, yeah, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> I I'm a bit more bullish on it than Jamie. I think. Yeah. I, I, I would be. I like Safarian Jenkins. He's um he's only 26 still, so he's he's a good yeah. he's a good tight end. Um. He's, he's, he's young, that is important, but it's less important to the fact that he's rubbish. Yeah, Mr. Almost Safarian Jenkins. <laughs> I, I, think we're, I think we're all under the agreement that they're probably going to draft a tight end at some point in this draft. Yeah, didn't they bring yeah. in as well the de- uh, the ex-Denver tight end? Um, they've got Lacoste. Co- co- Lacoste, yeah. yeah, they brought in Lacoste yeah. as well. But, you know, I think the thing with me is with... Uh, ASJ is obviously a lot of people have gone well oh they've brought him in Gronk's not there he's going to step into he's not going to step into the Gronk shoes he is Dwayne Allen Mark 2 that's what I think I, I will yeah. happily be proven wrong but Dwayne Allen went there after having a huge year with the Colts and what, what's he done nothing well, I just we think know, it's we know Steve will love it wouldn't he because if they start bringing in tight ends he, he loves a tight end like oh, he loves a tight end he loves, <laughs> he, he loves one I just think if you've got him now's the time to sell him as high as he'll ever be I've got to admit I did pick him up in two leagues off of waivers oh. yeah no, oh, waivers I mean, waivers okay see, see if you can get something later on but really he's, I've been trying <laughs> I've been trying to sell him in two leagues and I can't find anyone stupid enough yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, speaking of leagues, should we have a little chat about our tight end, well, Superflex tight end premium league that we set up? Did you, was, um, did you enjoy that? Yes. It was good fun. I was literally going to say, I was going to mention it later on and just say maybe we should have a, have a chat about that and how it all went. I'm trying to find if I can see where, if we can see the draft that actually happened because it was bash it mental it was weird I, I i did some rankings after for superflex and i had um i i sort of made a case for patrick mahomes as the 101 in the superflex league mm. um i don't know if you to what your two thoughts are on that or if you would because i took him at the 105 in this draft so i i, I would i would never even in a superflex I, I would never go qb1 uh, just because the the value you get elsewhere is always still going to be better you, the drop off from QB one to QB two is not going to be high enough to to justify taking him first, but he's not far off. He's, yeah, I think you got him at I think you got him at the earliest spot that I would take him. But I've I've got I've got the actual draft board up in front of me, mate. And okay. In the first, so you've got Barkley went one, Elliot two, Hopkins three, Kamara four. You took Mahomes. Then it was McCaffrey, Gurley, Mixon. I took Beckham. Um, Alan took Gurley beforehand, Devontae Adams, Michael Thomas, Melvin Gordon. So there's one QB in the first round of a, a super place. Yeah. yeah. And then it, on the turn was Juju, Nick Chubb, David Johnson. And then the second QB I took was Deshaun Watson at the 2.4. Yeah. And that was the only, you and me were the only people to take a QB in the first two rounds, which was, I thought QB would go quite, uh, I thought maybe four or five would go by that point. Yeah, I'm it was, honest. It, it was a, it was a strange one, was it? It was a strange draft. I mean, I'm just looking at your team here, Adam, because that's the first thing that's come up because I'm playing you week one. Um, I actually really like your QBs, Baker Mayfield, Cam Newton, and you've got the insurance probably to see there of Marcus Mariota for the bye weeks. Um, and don't forget future Giants legend Daniel Jones. Oh God, please no. <laughs> uh, that's Christian Hackenberg um, point. Yeah, zero point two. I said. Um, uh, yeah, no, I really like your team. It's um, I, I can see why you've not gone QB as early as what me and Jamie did. Um, but we went, 
Sorry, the third round. He took a QB. Uh, Baker was three point seven, and then Cam was four six. But mm-hmm. Baker was the fourth QB off the board. Andrew Luck went at three point four, and then I took Aaron Rodgers at the three nine. So by that point, you're leaving. You've got Russell Wilsons and the Matt Ryan's and the Cam Newtons left to to kind of pick up wherever you can. I'm just scanning through my Superflex rankings for that draft, and Baker was by far the highest player I had on the board when I, when I took him. I had him at 22 overall and got him at 31. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I just found it a very strange draft. I, I did have, um, I won't say the name, but someone messaged me through halfway through it and said, why have you took four QBs already? <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was a, it was a strange draft. It was a very strange draft. But I, I do gen, generally find in Superflex you will find halfway through the draft there is at least one owner who has forgotten it's a Superflex league. Yeah, and well, this had the ben, this had the added thing of being a tight end premium as well. So I mean, I took Kelsey in the second round. Yeah, you did. I, I, just going on from your comment, Alan, I, I found the. the uh, the person who hadn't drafted a QB by round six and traded. <laughs> so I traded the 6.2 and my 11th round pick um, for six, four, sorry, for seven, one and uh, six, 12 and seven, one. And he picked up Kirk Cousins and I took James White and Cooper Cup. So it was kind of one of those. I'm happy to move back. I was going to take a QB there anyway. So, and I already had three of them. I had Josh Allen, Rodgers, and Watson. So, it made no difference to me to move back and get an extra pick. No, I say I found it quite a fun draft. Um, we will be running more leagues. We won't go into it too much detail. So maybe we'll take a look at it before the season starts. The rosters on that. Um, we will be running more leagues because we're madmen. I'm sure Allen will be. In I can't be. In it. I can't be. In it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I no more. Um, Jamie, do you want to get into your well? It's not a game. Your little, your little segment here. What is it? What is it, Jamie? Well, I was I was interested, lads, to find out, kind of, and on a on how do I put this on a a certain position on uh, any team. Say, for example, like the Saints wide receivers. I want to know if there's a position or a position on a certain team where you will not be touching your fantasy. So. I'll start off, for example, like the Ravens tight ends. I will not be touching a single Ravens tight end in fantasy whatsoever because it is a committee and because any of the leagues I'm in, Steve will have all of them, obviously. But yeah, I just, I, 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 and the fact they've got Lamar Jackson as their QB, so, and they're going to run 65% of the time anyway. So for me, I don't think. I'm going to be touching any of the Ravens wide um, tight ends at all in fantasy this year. Jack, what about you, mate? What what have you thought about? Um, well, I was going to say Derek Henry, but I won't go on. I won't get on that train tonight. Um, <laughs> the milk float. Uh, no, what I was I was going to say the Lions receivers, um, and that being it's the new coordinator there who's going to be. He's, he well, he's, he is very run heavy. Uh, yeah, come over yeah. from Seattle. And Golladay's value is just way too high for me. I mean, if you're going to give me one, give me Marvin Jones later on. Golladay's value for me is just, well, his ADP. Have you got the ADP rankings up there, Jamie? Um, yeah, give me a second. Um, Where are we looking? Wide receiver. But for me, it's just too, I don't know, it's just too high. Give, if I'm going to take one of them, it'd be Marvin Jones. And I won't take Marvin Jones because he burned me in the league two years ago. So... <laughs> I will never, t- I will never touch Marvin Jones again. But that is fair enough. Well, let's have a look. I think what is he about? He must be about wide receiver 15, 16. Yeah, Connie Golladay is fourteenth off the board in PPR, and I'm just going to see where um, Marvin Jones is going. Marvin Jones is going thirty ninth. I'd rather Marvin Jones at that value. Yeah. Um, so, who, who the wide totally receiver? Totally agree. Who the wide receivers around Golladay? Um, around Golladay, you can get. I'll do two either either side. Um, so you've got Keenan Allen at twelve, AJ Green at thirteen, Golladay at fourteen, Cooks at fifteen, and Ty Hilton at sixteen. I'm taking Hilton, Cooks, Green, and Allen ahead I'll of Golladay. I'll yeah. take it. Yeah. You can get someone like Robert Woods later. Did you say? 
well, you've got, if I go down, so you've got Golladay 14, Cooks 15, I'm taking um, Hilton 16, Adam 17, Robert Woods 18, Corey Davis 19, DJ Moore 20, Cooper Cup is 21. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm taking a majority of them yeah. over Golladay. And well, you need to move your caravan around because your um <laughs> your um dodgy internet connection's back. But uh, yeah, no, we got the we got the gist of it. Uh, I I will be ta- well, give me them Rams receivers all day long. Yeah, uh, over Golladay. And like I say, if worst came worst case scenario, I, I would take Marvin Jones. Yeah, I think Marvin Jones is better value. Yeah, and don't touch Derek Emery. <laughs> Alan, uh, um, who kind of what position on, on a team are you not going to touch in fantasy? Well, I had, I had a couple, uh, but the one that I'll never touch, although this has nothing to do with the players, is I won't touch any cowboys anyway. So no matter what position it is, I'm, I'm not touching them. But I, I won't, I won't use that one. <laughs> the closer to home, uh, Eagles running backs. Yeah. I can't see any of those. I mean, I, I've got a few Jonathan Howard shares, probably too many now. But no, no matter what happens, Doug Pearson likes to likes to throw the ball. He'd throw the ball on every down if he could. When he does use running backs, he rotates them through at a remarkable rate. It's, yeah, he does. It's, it's, it's not going to be something that you're going to see a, a three-down back carrying the ball 25, 30 times a game. The best you're probably going to get is Howard, maybe 12, 13 carries a game. It's just not going to be worth it. And you're going to see an awful lot of 50, 60 yards potentially saved by touchdown some weeks, but it's just not worth relying on. So uh, unless unless something changes, I think Eagles running backs are well worth staying clear of. No, I, 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 I agree with you on that one. Jack, have you got any more? Or Well, I would just say the same thing for uh, Corey Davis that value there is way too high for me um I yeah. just I, I I don't trust the Titans and I, I I just I won't trust them fancy ever again I don't think no mate I, I agree I've got written down Titans by receivers because yep. I think I, I, I just don't like them I if I'm honest I think a majority of that is because I'm not a massive fan of Marcus Mariota except Delaney Walker yeah. actually Delaney Walker is um oh is he, he's a late round steal yeah do not forget about Delaney Walker he he was a tight end bargain in the uh, Superflex League for for me. I was getting a bit panicked that I didn't have any any real tight ends and realised that Delaney Walker was still on the board, which was was quite useful in that league. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I like I like that pick, mate. I did. Um, I've I've got a couple just going on from the the from you from you guys. I'm not exactly. Jason will hate this, <laughs> but I'm I'm not. I don't particularly want to touch the Lions running backs. Just no, I, I, and I, I know I know that Bevel is a run-heavy coordinator. I know that we've seen it for years and years and years, but I just I, I don't expect them to give Kerry on the full workload. I, I wouldn't be surprised. He'll he'll see a majority, maybe 65, 70. I still think they're gonna they'll they'll use they brought in C J Anderson, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, I think I think they're they're gonna they'll they'll use him a fair bit as well. I, speaking of them, Jamie, I actually moved Sonny Michelle above Kerry on Johnson in my dynasty rankings for this yeah. year. No, uh, I, I agree with you on that. And I, I, I absolutely love Kerry on Johnson. Um, mm. I'm, I'm as high as Jason is on him, but I just, I don't trust that they're a team. I do not trust the Lions. I, I think the, the one thing for me on Kerry on is talent generally wins through. And Patricia, I think there's a reasonably good chance by halfway through the season, Patricia's going to be fighting for his job. And I think that might result in him having to go with whatever works. Yep. And if carry on works, I think you might you might find him using a lot, a lot more than you would think. Uh, I think that's the that's the bit for me, is that whilst he, he clearly wants to recreate the Patriots and have three or four running backs all the time, he doesn't have those running backs. So, yeah. Part of me does think that actually he he will have to win this year, or he's in trouble. So he might end up just falling back on on Kerryon's talent, which might might just about. I, I do. I think it's a fair point, but I, I do just wonder a little bit. The, yeah. the other the other danger there is that I mean, how many times are they going to take the ball out of Stafford's hands? That's the you know. Yeah. 
I think he's through it at heart, right? I well, think the best way for the Lions to win is to let Stafford throw the ball. Personally, I, I think he's I think he's a better QB than a lot of people think he is. I, I agree. They, I agree. I think they want to trade him. Though. That's the thing. I've seen a lot of trade rumors about with him. They, especially next year, they won't. There'll, there'll be no dead cap on them. So well, the Lions are fucked. Then, there's, aren't there's, they? There's, yeah, but there's there's, <laughs> all, there's always trade rumors about quarterbacks coming up to contracts, right? Yeah. Where, yeah. Where, where do the where do the rumors come from? I, I suspect they could be traced back most of the time to the agent yeah. of the quarterback in uh, uh, yeah. in question, right? No, t- totally. I've got two others, guys. Just I'm just interested to see what your thoughts are on this. Um, I've, I I don't particularly want to touch the Cardinals. Any Cardinals wide receivers or receivers, mm. any pass, just anyone bar David Johnson on that team. I don't want. If you can, like you did, Jack, you picked Larry Fitzgerald up in like the second to last round. That yeah, that's, that's a no-brainer. Still, yeah, but I just I, I don't know about the If you presume if presume Murray goes there first overall, Kingsbury's going to throw the ball a lot. They're going to run a lot of plays. It depends. Christian Kirk could be quite interesting if if they're throwing the ball a lot, and then you, they've got to draft someone, right? They've yeah, got... there's a lot of rumours uh, in Kill in Kill Harry is going to go there. So, um, but just in the, just this, in the second round, whether... it's a bit similar to he's 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 too similar to Kirk though. Surely he's 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 a, he's a bigger slot receiver, but Kirk's better in the slot. They're more likely to draft someone outside. I would I would have thought. But who do yeah. you, who who do you take, guys? I'm I'm looking at. Kirk's ADP. Who do you take? Do you take Christian Kirk or Tyler Boyd? Tyler Boyd. Yeah, Tyler Boyd is two spots ahead of Kirk. Do you take Tyler Lockett or Christian Kirk? Mm, see, I'm not as. I'm, I'm taking Lockett all day long. I would. In, in, in both in both of those, I think I would take Kirk over Boyd. Yeah. Wow. Have you have you got Tyler Boyd anywhere in the leagues we've got? Nope. I can buy him off you. Nope. Damn it! And that, that's not—that's not a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I, about? I, I, I'm not a huge. I'm not a huge fan. Would you take Sterling Shepherd over Christian Kirk? No, I'd take Kirk. No, yeah, I'd take Kirk there. What about Julian Edelman? Yeah, I would take Julian Edelman. Edelman over Christian, Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk is a 33rd off the board. Julian Edelman, I know it, this is PPR and everything, but and Julian Edelman is, is the 47th. So there's a there's a massive drop in kind of from there. And I'm looking at half these players below Kirk and I'm taking him just because I don't know what's happening there. And first time, first time I head coach, a potential rookie QB or a second year QB who didn't show a huge amount. I just, I yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just a bit wary. I think if I've got a choice between someone who's similar to Kirk, I'm going to take him over Kirk any day of the week. I think it depends what format you're playing. If you're playing Dynasty, then I think Kirk above a lot of them as well. But um, if you're playing, oh, yeah, re- I, I, I generally only think Dynasty to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Same so, so do I. But you know, for our listeners, I think. It obviously depends, doesn't it? But um, for dynasty purposes, Kirk, for redraft or any other, maybe the others. Yeah. Especially Edelman. Edelman is that ADP. Well, for a redraft or anything like that, it's just silly for me. I know what you mean, mate. I'm just trying to say, I picked up Edelman in the in the Titan Premium. Yes, I know. In the round I was going to take him in. the 12th round, I was ecstatic. I was looking at my team, I'm going, I've got two... Two, three wide receivers. I could do with one. Yeah, let's go for a win now. Let's go, Edelman. Oh, that made me happy when you were you were annoyed by it, Jack. That did. I'm glad. I'm glad, mate. I'm glad. <laughs> All right. Yeah, once again, everyone. So if you go to sportssabermetrics.net, type in the promo code because matter all lowercase you'll get 15% off premium membership it's a great little product I've been testing it out myself the last couple of hours a must have for any sort of fantasy player um, gives you so many stats on there start sits etc awesome product so that's once again that's sportssabermetrics.net promo code kickers matter all lowercase
Right, boys, let's get into these divisions. So we'll start with the AFC North and the bottom feeders, which was the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, had a lot of injuries, the Bengals, uh, but this offense is surely Joe Mixon's now for fans. Yeah. yeah, you have to think so. There's nice pieces there. Tyler Boyd's a nice piece, and obviously AJ Green still. But um, I'd be interested to see how AJ Green comes back. I'm, he's one of them players I'm. I, I know, Jamie, you're quite still quite high on him, but I'm trying to sort of avoid him a little bit. Yeah, no, I can, I can, I can understand, mate. For some reason, I'm quite high on a few Bengals. <laughs> it's a bit confusing. You know my, I, I, you know me and Andy Dalton. I think he's better than what everyone thinks he is. Um, but yeah, it, it's it is Mixon's team really, and he's got some nice complimentary. You've got AJ Green, Tyler Boyd, so you've got a nice one and two there. Um, wide receiver wise, tight end wise, you've got I oh, coming, yeah. coming back and uh, CJ Uzuma um, as well. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to take. I'll, I'll have a few Bengals on my my fantasy teams this year for sure. I, I, I don't. I think the only the only one I've got anywhere I think is John Ross, and I've been trying to get rid of him for <laughs> forever. The, the whole the whole Bengals question comes down to Dalton. Right, it's yep. do they do they draft a quarterback, and what does it mean for for Zach Taylor? I mean, if he's if he's coming in first year, new head coach, do they do they really lumber him with Dalton and, and hope that he can win with him? He can. Win no, with they, la- they lumber him with uh, Ryan Tannehill. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I see what you're saying, Alan. To be honest, I, I'm. Uh, even Tyler Boyd, I just I like Tyler Boyd, but it's just I don't know. It's just uh, Joe Mixon for me out of that offense, and I don't really want to get involved in it. I, I just I just think I just think Boyd ultimately he's, he's a player who succeeds purely by being the only player in the offense who can hoover up the targets that don't go anywhere else. I love Tyler Eifert as well, but the dude cannot stay healthy. Yeah. I, I I just you know I had him what two years ago before he went to the Pro Bowl. And you know that season where he had like hundred touchdowns or whatever, but um, and then he went to the Pro Bowl. That's why he do not play in the Pro Bowl uh, and got injured. That, that, that's the question. If they could just keep him healthy enough to just play him in the red zone, he'll, he'll score lots of touchdowns. Yeah, he's not going to do much else. Great for fantasy, though. Fantasy. <laughs> I'll say one thing, and I'll be the only one who's who who believes this. Do not be scared of Andy Dalton in fantasy. Just don't. He was on this. He was on this train last year, like I was on the Corey Clement train. So, <laughs> yeah, but Andy Dalton got I, I, I don't. I don't mind. I mean, I would say with Dalton, I don't mind him as if, if he's a streaming quarterback and you've got two or three, then fine. If he's your quarterback, then you're in trouble. Yeah, if he's your yeah, if he's your main quarterback, I wouldn't have an issue putting him into my team if I needed to, or having him as my QB two in a super flex, for example. I don't think that's because you'll get him late. Um, but yeah, I just. I think, kind of, yeah. For me, I, 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 I like Andy Dalton. I don't love him. I like him. <laughs> right. So we will move on to the next piece of the division, which is wow, um, the Cleveland Browns. I mean, where do you start with this? You can start. <laughs> start you can start by saying they're not going to win the. They've got, they've uh, got, AFC they've got a new wide receiver, year. haven't they? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, they, yeah. They, they may well have a new wide receiver. Yeah, in town. Um, I. For me, OBJ going there, I, I'm quite interested in Jarvis Landry in leagues. I really am. I don't really know why, but I'm just, I, I just think you know he'll, he he's him being there. He'll, sit, he'll draw a lot of attention off the number one cornerbacks, etc. Um, which should free up Landry to do what he does best, which is seven yard dump offs over the top, <laughs> which is yeah, good yeah. PPR fantasy. I, I mean, I, I, I sort of think I, I think I said this in the Beckham article when I wrote it was that Landry's going to get targets, he'll he'll get his, and and Ben Beckham will get his. It's what happens after that that becomes the problem. It's it's, yeah, the, yeah. it's Callaway and and Joku and any, anything beyond that could be a bit of a bit of a barren wasteland. But uh, you know, Beckham and Landry, I would think would be would be very relevant still. Yeah, it's yeah. just pushing Joku down for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I agree on that. I think the thing with the Browns and OBJ going there, I don't think OBJ is going to see, obviously, what he saw in 
as in target-wise in in New York. I don't think he's going to see that. I don't think he's he's gonna his stats are going to be as good as they were because he's got a lot more talent around him here. No offense, Jack. No offense. Um, but but I also think that Baker Mayfield doesn't zone in on one target. If you're open, he will throw you the ball. So I don't. I th- I kind of think it's going to be a. OBJ is going to see more targets than anybody. He will, but I don't think uh, Baker Mayfield is going to look at him and just throw the ball aimlessly because he's OBJ. I'll just say one thing: Can they please trade Duke Johnson to the Eagles for fantasy? I obviously I don't want that for real life, but for fantasy it would be very nice. Tampa Bay, please. Tampa Bay, yeah. Send it with Tampa Bay. I'm not. I'm not massively keen on Duke Johnson to the Eagles, but. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, obviously Mayfield there, number one um, QB, and well, he's 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 his rankings have just spiked. So it's it's a bit too much for me. Um, oh yeah, it's over the top. Yeah, but he's but he's great though. Right? Yeah, he's a very good. Yeah, he's he's, he's very good. Um, I, I mean, there's not much to say. I, I love the defense for fantasy. So, I mean, people are going to snap up the Bears and the Jags as usual. Um, uh, you'll get the Browns in the last round. I think they're a very good defense for fantasy. Um, and like, maybe, but they're going to score a lot of points, and that's that, that's probably going to be the danger there, right? Is that teams are going to be throwing against them a lot, yeah. which potentially means you're going to get a lot of shootouts and a lot of high scoring, which. Yeah, but if they're, if they're throwing against them a lot, surely you're going to get more picks. Yeah, possible. So, which is you know that's what I that's what I like from it. Um, I love obviously I love I love Nick Chubb. I love Nick Chubb coming out last year. Um, it didn't I wasn't best pleased with the Kareem Hunt situation, but you've got eight weeks of Nick Chubb. Whatever happens. Yeah. What but, do you guys yeah. think about um, Antonio Callaway? Now that OBJ's gone there, because I've got a Callaway in a couple of leagues, and when OBJ went there, my heart just sunk a bit. I don't think you're going to get much from him. No, no. I think you hold him for now until, yeah, yeah. and if obviously if he explodes in the game, then sell him. Yeah, <laughs> that would be my that would be my um, view on that. All right, we move on to the well, the Steelers, who basically are the Browns now. Um, <laughs> it's very dysfunctional in Pittsburgh. Um, where do we start? Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, I, I I could see a case for him being wide receiver one, but I can't. You know, I can. Yeah, I can't either. I can. I can. I can understand where you're coming from. Yeah. I re- I I, re- I I can because everything points out going the main guy. Well, there are 104 targets or whatever, or more so, more targets than that. 104 receptions. For Antonio Brown out the door. Um, and 15 touchdowns, and Juju now moves up to the wide receiver one on a on a high kind of powered offense. Who throws the ball a lot, but I just Juju didn't see the 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 main cornerbacks, the main defensive backs. That was Antonio Brown. It's it's going to be a whole different kettle of fish this year for him. He's a very very talented wide receiver. But there was an interview with um, Reggie Wayne, I think it was, who was saying, I think it was Reggie Wayne, when Marvin Harrison left Indy, that and he, and Wayne went to be the wide receiver one, that it was, it was a, it was very very difficult to start with because you just you're coming up against the better players. Yeah. So um, I've seen Juju go off the board as the wide receiver four, the fourth wide receiver off the board. In, in some kind of drafts, which I think is a little bit too much. But at the moment, he is he's the fifth wide receiver of the board ADP-wise on yeah. Fantasy Pros. It's a bit rich for me. Yeah, I'm taking Mike Evans over him, personally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, um, I just, you know, I just thought there might be a case where he had quite a lot of touchdowns last year, which I would, well, maybe, maybe it increases, maybe it don't. Yeah, I get what you're coming from with he's going to come up against the better players, Jamie. Um, I, I, the thing about that is, I'm, to, to me, they're going to have to do what they can do to keep him in the same role that he's in. Which they're going to draft someone. Yeah, you'd think another outside receiver. They're going to want to do something that that keeps Smith Schuster in the slot as much as they can. So, yeah. be interested to see if they can do that. Because if they James, can't, that could become a challenge. I mean, at this stage, James Washington's probably a bit of a worth a look at in some of your leagues, in dynasty leagues. Um, 
Yeah, he's the big winner, I think, so far. And yeah. they don't they don't have any other tight ends and he's he's gonna get a lot more targets. Um obviously the running back situation is James Connor. Um do you think is it is it, is it though? Is it? No, this is what I mean. His ADP is a bit rich for me. Um, do, you, do you see? Is it is Samuels? Is it? Do you, do you see Samuels eating yeah, yeah. the injuries workload? There's, there's two things I think that worry me about the the Steelers running game next year. Probably the, the biggest watch out for me on the Steelers is Mike Munchak and his departure to Denver. Yeah. That's the best O line coach in the league, and has turned. The likes of uh, Villanova into a pro bowler and, and done an incredible job of, of, of rebuilding that offensive line. Now, it's not going to fall off day one, but they have, they have lost a significant improvement. Probably the, the most underrated position in the, the entire league is the, the line coach in most teams, right? Is that losing him, I think, could be a, could be a huge impact. And then there is the question of, of Jalen Samuels and their new uh, running backs coach as well, which... He's uh, his old coach in college. He's his own coach, yeah, which is which is an interesting one. And I, I would not be at all surprised again if they if they draft someone else in the third round on top of that. So Samuels is probably worth an add very late on in drafts. If you can get him, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um so we'll move on to the Baltimore Ravens. Well Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Lamar Jackson, I know you don't, Jimmy. He's 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 good for fantasy. Um but that is because he's a running back, and <laughs> you know I'm not gonna um, I'm not gonna beat around the bush for that. He is a running back, but um, I don't know. I don't think you want any part of the receiving game here. Steve will tell you different about the Titans. Um, yeah. me, me and me and Jamie will probably tell you the truth there. Don't yeah. don't don't fall for it. Um, I like Mark Ingram. I've bought him in a couple of leagues. Well, yeah, seeing as the, they, they run the ball 65% of the time, you've got to like any running back that's going to be the running back one there, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think you So, Alan, you were telling us about the offensive coordinator um, for the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, so the, the, the big change there, I think, is this move from uh, Marty Morningwig, who used to be the Eagles' offensive coordinator, to, uh, to Greg Roman and, and Roman... Was obviously the uh, the OC with with Harbaugh and Kaepernick in, in San Francisco, one of the few teams in recent years to be successful in running it more than they they passed it, and I think you could probably see that replicate itself in in Baltimore. So, yeah. you know, produced a thousand yard rusher every year. I think you probably expect that to be to be Ingram, and then the second highest rusher on most of those teams was the quarterback. So, I, yeah. think, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if Lamar Jackson runs for a thousand yards. I really wouldn't. Yeah. And I, I, one thing with Baltimore is they will be drafting at least one wide receiver because at the moment, wide receiver one on the Baltimore Ravens is Willie Sneed. I, I, I tell you what, just because Lamar Jackson is the way he is, I think if you're playing in a super flex league, especially, and you've got space on your bench, add RG3. Yep. Even if it's for one week, because he'll, he'll he'll just get obliterated because he doesn't know how to um, dive or run out of bounds. <laughs> yeah, agree. I, I think the, the the one watcher I think we probably have to remember with Jackson though is he, he didn't have a full off season. He didn't get all the reps in preseason last year. They did make the best of what they could in the short time they had last year yeah. with a full preseason with an offense built around him. I suspect we might see a more contained playbook and something that something that's a bit less risky than they have and you know, so I look back and when he was in uh, in college at Louisville he actually threw the ball pretty well right? especially yeah, deep. he did he was he was good I mean I saw him put up 50 twice against Florida State um I mean he's he was very I I he was my number one QB coming into the draft last year um a lot of people come at me for it but I I like I do like him for fantasy I think he's a very very good fantasy QB Oh yeah, yeah. But I, 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 can see where you're coming from about saying how he threw the ball well in college. But Ryan Leaf threw the ball well in college. Uh, Jake, was it? Um, what's his name? Um, the Titans QB Locker Matt um, Hackenberg threw all right in college. It's, it's, it's a whole different ball game. He's yeah. a running QB who is, if he doesn't learn to throw the ball 
more accurately, is going to be out of the league in three or four years with just horrendous injuries. So I think we're all under the agreement then that you don't want any part of the receivers currently. Um, no, 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 no. But maybe, well, Alan, you, you quite like a bit of Mark Andrews, don't you? <laughs> oh, not another yeah. cute uh, Baltimore tight end truther. <laughs> only one, only one of them. I, I don't have any time for uh, Boyle or uh, or Hayden Hurst. <laughs> Andrews, Andrews, one is he's, he's a real red zone weapon, which won't suit Jackson well in, uh, there. And he's he's a better player than we've seen so far. Uh, yeah, well, me and Jamie disagree. Don't get involved in it. <laughs> uh, but, but fantasy wise, if uh, you. They've got a great kicker, Justin Tucker, and he'll probably score loads of points this year. And their defense is still going to be pretty good. Mm. Well, the defense will be interesting because it's, it's seen more turnover than, than it's seen for a while. Huh? Yeah, yeah I, it makes me think that you might be able to get them a little bit later than you, you than you normally would. And I think it will be very similar to what happened with Seattle. Seattle got rid of everyone, and everyone decided thought their defense wouldn't be as good. And no and behold, lo and behold, it was pretty good last year. Yeah. I, I think the Ravens will win that division. I, I don't trust Cleveland. No, I, I, I said, I, well, we both said, I think, to each other in a conversation when uh, I, the Browns were, were signing everyone left, right and centre that we just didn't think that the Browns would win the, win the division. I, I don't know who will, but I just, just, just get this feeling the Browns won't. I think um, Matt, Matt Longhamson um, described it quite well, which is it's it's one thing to go from two wins to seven or eight. It's quite another to go from eight to 11 or 12, which is what they're probably going to need to get. So. Yeah. yeah. Right, so we will move on to our NFC North and um, we'll start with the bottom feeders here, which was the Detroit Lions. We sort of brought them up earlier with carry on. Um yeah, it is carry on this offense, and obviously a bit of Ken, Ken, Kenny Galladay. Um, I'll Mar- I, I tell you who's going to feed, mate, and you'll hate this. Dan, Danny Amendola, if he's fit, is going to feed. Matt Stafford loves a little dump off. I think they'll draft a receiver. A slot oh receiver. yeah, I suspect they a might as well. But um, I, I, I don't know. I, I just can't. Like we said earlier, I can't really get invested with the. I, I would take carry on. Um, but he has dropped in my rankings a little bit with the CJ Anderson news. Yeah. Mm. I think as well, if if you're looking at, at at kind of what player, what wide receiver there is going to give you better value, I think that picking Marvin Jones as a 38th or 39th wide receiver off the board is, is better value than getting Connie, Kenny Golliger at like 14 or 15. Yeah, I, I, I just think they went to tits, basically, when they got rid of Golden Tate last Golden Tate last year. I yeah. Think that, you know, that offense runs through, well, it was running through Golden Tate, wasn't it? Um, which freed up the other two, Golladay and Marvin Jones. Um, I, I, I think they will draft a, a slot receiver of some sort. Yeah, I think I think Marvin Jones is more important than people think he is to the offense because when he went down, they were doing doing quite well when he was, he was healthy, then he went down injured. Um and it all kind of went a little bit haywire. But Matt, Matty Stafford likes Marvin Jones. Yeah. I can't really think of much to say about them, which probably sums them up. They must be the dullest team in the league at the moment. A <laughs> dull head coach, a dull quarterback, no receivers, a running back they won't use. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Just please don't draft. That's fine. Don't draft one of the Titans, please. Please, please. <laughs> Don't don't do it to us. Um, so we move on to the Packers, who are a better team than this record. Um, interesting article come out this week. I don't know if you two have read that, the uh, Bleacher Report one. Yeah. Not yet. But it's quite an interesting article. I'll give that a read if I was you. Um, well, it's Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams. I love Devontae Adams. Um, yeah. I don't like the running backs. And that is the coaching change. You don't like the running backs because of what the head coach has said about the running backs. Yeah, it's because he's going to do exactly what he done in Tennessee. And um, let's just get a... Well, let's just use the smaller guy on the goal line for starters, which is probably what they're going to do. And I just... Oh, no, I don't want to get involved in it. You definitely don't want to touch the running backs, right? For the 
to me for a number of reasons. But the the biggest one for me is that in, in the last nine years, with Rogers as the quarterback, they've had two seasons with a thousand yard rusher. One of those, Rogers didn't play the full season. <laughs> so if if you really want to go way back, you can probably dig out Ryan Grant if you want to oh, find a yeah, yeah. uh, running back. But there's nothing else. They don't Rogers does not like to run the ball. He wants to throw it all the time. So he'll yeah. run it if he has to. He'll run it if he thinks it might help, but predominantly he's going to throw it. Which is why he's a great fantasy QB. He's, exactly. a, he's a very good fan. There's it's something that kind of there's a little little niggling thing that concerns me about the Packers, and that's the fact that Aaron Rodgers basically thought he was smarter than McCarthy. Oh, you all love that Bleacher Report. McCarthy, <laughs> oh, he was. Yeah, McCarthy's Wait, gone. Was. <laughs> McCarthy's McCarthy's obviously gone. Rodgers still there, and then they bring in a head coach who is around the same age as Rodgers. How do you think Aaron Rodgers is going to feel about? Having to take, if he's not going to take it, take instructions from a, a head coach with God knows how many years' experience. How is he going to take it by taking a, taking, do this, do that from a, a new head coach who's got absolutely no experience? I think there's going to be a little bit of kind of, I think that's going to be interesting to see. It depends how, how dominant my father wants to be. That ultimately they're going to run Rogers' offense. They're going to run the plays that Rogers wants. They're going to run the scheme that Rogers wants. They're not. They're not going to try and impose the <laughs> the Tennessee system into into Green we Bay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think if they do, Rogers is just still going to run the same plays he likes. He's still going to run the um, the offense he likes. Lafleur is going to be in irrelevance until until Rogers goes. My my guess is that they're thinking more beyond Rogers with the Lafleur hire, not not what they're going to get out of him at the moment. Yeah, no, I can I, see that. I know you like Allison um, mm. quite a lot, Jamie. He's a bit of a sleeper, isn't he? For you? He, yeah, he's 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 going to be definitely probably my main sleeper this year, just for the simple reason that in the three games he played last year, he played really really well, and you want with the with Aaron Rodgers as the QB, you, we all know Devontae Adams is the wide receiver one. I I want a piece of the wide receiver two, and I think that's going to be Allison. They're signed to a one year contract, so. For him, it's kind of like it's contract year for him, something like that. I have a different sleeper with him. Is the the one guy that gets forgotten about quite a lot is Jamon Moore. Yeah, who was really good at Missouri, yep. got completely forgotten about last year. Passed passed by by the other two guys they they drafted. Who I'm not going to try and name now. <laughs> but he's he's talented, and if he if he can get with. Some sort of connection with Rogers, he may he may be the guy who breaks out if you get in if as as a waiver pickup or a a late add somewhere he's he could be interesting. Yeah, no, I, I agree yeah. on that. Also, just stay clear of Jimmy Graham. Yeah, agreed, agreed. <laughs> um, so we move on to the Vikings. I mean, they I, I noticed something with the Vikings later on in the season. They switched to a very run hot run heavy offense. Um, once Dalvin Cook got a lot healthier. Um, so I don't know why the hell they're paying Kirk Cousins all that money, but um, <laughs> I I really like Dalvin Cook. I've always liked Dalvin Cook. Obviously, I'm a Florida State fan. Um, I've always liked Dalvin Cook. He, he does have injury is- issues at times, um, but at Florida State, he run behind probably the worst O-line in college football um, at that level. Um, and the Vikings O-line's <laughs> it's not up to scratch either, to be fair. So, I, I really, I really do like Dalvin Cook and St- and Stefan Diggs. I think I'll okay, come back on to Diggs in a minute. I think yeah. the, the, the the Cook one is is going to be particularly interesting. And, and I think the biggest thing for the Vikings is is the addition of Gary Kubiak, which is, is going to make a very yeah. interesting change to that offense. Right, the, running the Kubiak Shanahan running scheme is could open it up for for Cook and Mike Boone. But that's another story. Yep. Um, well, there's, an article, there's, there's an article up on site. Shameless plug there, Alan. <laughs> uh, so uh, I, I think you, 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 look, you look at it, they, they are going to run the ball effectively. They're going to run play action effectively because Kubiak always does. He turned you know, Justin Forsett into a 1,300-yard rusher in, in Baltimore. And Cook's going, to, Cook's going to have a great season if he stays healthy. If he doesn't, Mike Boone's going to be a superstar. <laughs> and I, I nabbed him in the um, 
kick us about our Superflex Titan Premium. Which yeah, is I was disappo- disappointed by that. <laughs> I, I think I think the Vikings draft a running back. Oh God, please no. I think I don't, they, I don't I think, think they will. I don't think they will because the the, the 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 cap's a bit of a mess. They've got a few other needs. Zimmer likes drafting defensive players. I, I just don't see it. Be Kubiak, most of Kubiak's success has been with uh, undrafted free agents like Mike Boone. <laughs> yeah, get off that Mike Boone train. <laughs> right, should we get on to the receivers because this could get interesting now. Um, so, Stefan Diggs and Adam Phelan. I love Stefan Diggs and I would have sold Adam Phelan last year if I was if I had him in any league. I, I, I just do not understand this. Everywhere, <laughs> everywhere, everywhere you talk to people who prefer Stefan Diggs to, to Adam Thielen, they've basically been the two main receivers in the offense three years in a row. Every year, Thielen has outproduced them. Every year, at the start of the year, yeah. people have said the same thing. Oh, Diggs will get more targets. Diggs will do more. And every year, Thielen outperforms them. It's, it's, it's just <laughs> obvious. Thielen, Thielen, is, Thielen is the guy you want. This is the year, Alan. This is the year. <laughs> I, 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 would, I would say one thing with regards to the, the, these guys. They're both... Very, very good wide receivers. I yeah. generally, I, I, I prefer Diggs, but I there's still part of me which thinks Thielen's still the wide receiver one there. But you look at Thielen's stats last year. Obviously, thirteen, just under fourteen hundred yards, nine touchdowns, and the first eight games he went mental, eight one hundred yard games, and everyone went kind of very much second half of the season. Oh my god, he's useless. He's uh, he's ruined my fantasy team and so what. But yeah, if but- you Sorry, Jake. That's when that is when, to be fair to Phelan, the Vikings switched to more of this run heavy. Yeah. Go on. Sorry. Um, No, no, yeah, it was when they kind of switched to the more run heavy. But if you look at his his stats, say just under fourteen hundred yards and nine touchdowns. If he had done instead of going the first eight games of the season, amazing. And then the last eight games, not so great. If he'd gone like one game, great, one game, okay, one game, great, one game, okay. And he'd ended up with these stats. He gets drafted before Stefan Dix quite easily, in my my in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Or t- yeah. turn, the, turn the season round. If it was his last eight games rather than his first eight games, he'd be yeah. in the top 10. And Diggs is, Diggs is being drafted seven spots ahead of Thielen. That's, uh, to be fair, I've seen them sort of back to back I yeah I, I, I just prefer Diggs I do I, I'm I'm speaking for Dynasty I'm just speaking for Dynasty here he's, young, he's younger for starters um, I just I don't know I, if you're taking I, if you're taking Diggs first you, everyone everyone is entitled to their opinion but you're wrong <laughs> but I think I think if you can get a hold of one of the wide receivers there either one I think they're not going to let you down in fantasy no and just quick mentions, Carl Rudolph. I I quite like Carl Rudolph as a tight end. I mean, he had a, he had a bad year last year, and I was on the hype train last year with Kirk Cousins going there. What? Watch out on Rudolph, though. I think that there's there's one guy to watch out for in, in Minnesota. Because um, Kubiak's always had a bit of success with tight ends who move a lot better than Rudolph does. Yeah. Watch out for Tyler Conklin. Very similar sizes to um, a guy who Kubiak had a lot of success with in, in Houston and then in Denver and in Baltimore, which, um, Owen Daniels. Similar size, similar similar kind of player. Yeah. Could could knock Rudolph out of that starting position by the end of the season. Interesting. Interesting. That's a, that's a sleeper there. It's probably Alan's next article for the website. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just note that down, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, we will move on to Jack's Chicago Bears. Um, I told you all last year to get this defense. Um, I, I the Bears are a weird team for fantasy. Um, I quite like Alan Robinson, just and that is purely on age. I don't really know apart from the defense what I want part of in this offense, though. Yeah, I've. The, the one thing, a couple of things for me that Trubisky, I've just got no faith in at all. Um, Yay, someone who agrees with me. <laughs> I he, strike, he, he, he strikes me as someone who might be Blake Bortles in three years' time. <laughs> you, you got exactly the same view, view as Jamie there. I um, I disagree with that. I, I think he's a better QB than you give it cre- give him credit for. Um, I just, I don't know this. 
he just likes to spread the ball about too much and it's not good for fantasy. There's no clear number one there. Well, that yeah. might be the problem more than him liking to spread the ball about. I think there, there isn't an out-and-out number one receiver. That's that's a big problem for him. Robinson, a bit disappointing. I, mean, I, I was a big fan of Robinson at, at Jacksonville and at Penn State, but he hasn't really done much in, in Chicago. It feels like he's on the he's on the decline, to be honest. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, I, I, I quite like Tariq Cohen, um, but I've always liked Tariq Cohen. But he's that he is the third down back. Don't think he's getting Jordan Howard's work in this offense. Um, no, they, they'll draft. They'll draft. You have to draft some. Yeah, they have to draft someone. I think. I think what what you've got from Tariq Cohen so far is what you're getting from Tariq Cohen. That that's what you're going to get. And Mike Davis is not going to take over. And Jonathan Howard completely, so I, I would expect him to draft someone. I think just for another shameless plug of the article on the website, the uh, landing spot ones this week. That I, I sort of think if if Daryl Henderson landed in Chicago, that would be that would be a great landing spot. It would be hugely disappointing because I'd much rather he landed in Philadelphia. But he's he's exactly the kind of back that I think Nagy can really use in the passing game and the running game and give a lot more disguise than he gets with with Cohen or or Howard last year. He he would be a very interesting. Um, addition to the, the Bears offense one. No, I can I agree with you on that one. Just quickly going on just going back to Trubisky and how Alan Masani doesn't trust him. I think Trubisky's stats last year were, were kind of inflated by the fact that in six games he threw sixteen touchdowns. In yep. in a six game period. Hmm. In the the other ten, he threw eight. That was it. Hmm. I think I d I'm not sure that he's like Bortles in the career. <laughs> I just, I just, I, I just, yeah, it's it's a gut thing for me. I don't trust Trubisky, um, which means I don't trust the wide receivers on the Bears. Um, I agree with with what you guys said about Cohen, and also they will draft um, a running back. Um, I originally thought I thought they might draft somebody late, someone like a uh, Elijah Holyfield, but you guys know more about the college stuff that I do. So I'm probably a million percent wrong. I could see someone like Elijah Holyfield going there, but I don't think he's getting drafted, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. He's still running, he's 40. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't see them drafting a bigger back. I think they're much more likely to draft someone in the, you know, the Kareem Hunt kind of uh, mould. So, someone, who, someone who can be a... I, mean, I, think, I think Nagy said a couple of weeks ago, he said he, he was looking for someone who can contribute in the passing game and can, can hit home runs. So you're looking for someone who's got speed, who can deliver big plays and can catch the ball. And that's not how I feel. I think Adam Shaheen's actually a bit of a worth a stash sleeper in deeper leagues. I, I mean, I picked him up in our Superflex Titan Premium. Because um, Trey Burton's crap. Yeah, no, but they 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 seem they. Oh, seem... Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! We we will, we will have no, nothing said against Trey Button here. How, <laughs> they, how they... many how many touchdown passes have you thrown in the Super Bowl, Jamie? Four. Hmm. <laughs> that's, that's only three more than Trey Button. On Madden. I don't know if you've seen that. You may have seen that one. No, Have seen it? Never seen it? No. It was, it was the Super Bowl after the one the Falcons were in, Jimmy. Uh, oh, you mean the one where we should have run the ball? Oh, that one. Yeah, the the, the NFC East teams are the only teams that beat the Patriots in Super Bowl, Jamie. Sorry to break it. Yeah, I'll stick up for you, Adam. So, um, <laughs> oh, no, I quite like Adam Sheen. The, the Bears like him as well, so for me, he's worth worth a little add. He's um, a red. He's a red zone target. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's all you want from a tight end, yeah. especially a late one like that. Um, but yeah, that pretty much rounds off our NFC and AFC North previews there, boys. So well done. With the 59th pick in the 2016 NFL Draft, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Roberto Aguayo, kicker, Florida State. Yeah! Yeah! Kickers are second rounders too, baby! Right, guys, the time has come for the, the part everyone listens to, really, and the only reason people listen to this podcast is the Robbie Aguayo corner, um, where it'll either be a hit or, as we all know, it'll more than likely not be a wide, wide right miss. Um, Jack, hit, miss, both. What have you got for us? I was going to start with a miss. 
um, and that would be vegans. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I don't know if you saw on my Twitter um, in the week. I had. Have you ever heard of an organisation called PETA? How could we not see it? Um, well, uh, Michael Vick was the quarterback in Philadelphia for a while. I've, I've heard of Petter. <laughs> yeah, mate, trust me, yeah. <laughs> so they, um, decide, they decided to block me because they um, put a little tweet out saying how you shouldn't eat cows and things like this. So I just put a little gift back. I was like, how about no? Like how, you know, it seems something like you should go vegan. So I was like, how about no? And yeah, they blocked me for it. Um, and then I had all these vegans come at me telling me um, how eating meat is bad for the environment. Um, look, in a nutshell, you're all fucking idiots. Sorry. Um, like, like Peter have got more people. They block more people than they have followers. Let's put it that way. It's All, all I'm going to say on the matter is go to your local dentist. Um, they have a little chart up of, of the inside of your mouth and it shows your teeth. And it tells you what each teeth in your mouth is for. Um yeah, we're, we're designed to eat meat, believe it or not. Um, so I'm not giving up a bacon sandwich on a Saturday morning anytime soon, so you can do one. Um, <laughs> oh, I love it. I love and, it. Uh, so it's all down to the dentist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and my hit would be, it's my daughter's second birthday tomorrow. Um, so hey! It, it, um, and the, car, the cast is off her arm now. So, yeah, so oh, nice. Yeah, so we're... Um, we're going to the farm on Sunday, which would be fun. Um, and I've got to do the dad thing of meeting all the other dads. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, it just, just gets washed. I bet it is this sort of strange habit that we have. Is a child becomes friends with your child, and then for some reason you have to meet the owner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's me done, boys. Oh, I love it. Alan, what have you got, hit or miss, mate, or both? I've got, I've, there's a couple of messes. The first, first quick one is... Airports, specifically during school holidays. <laughs> I have the misfortune of having to, to travel with work quite a lot. So I spend a lot of time in airports, particularly Dublin Airport. And actually, most of the time, you get yourself into a routine of, of, of what you do every week. But as soon as the school holidays hit, it's fucking chaos. It's like people who don't seem to have any idea how to navigate their way through security, bumping into each other, Throwing your entire plans out—it's—it's it's totally ridiculous. It's, it's got to stop. But that's not—that's not the biggest complaint I've had this week. Hotel oh. Wi-Fi has driven me around the fucking bend this week. <laughs> Tuesday night in, in a hotel and uh, just south of Dublin, uh, tr- trying to watch uh, Leeds United uh, against Preston on Tuesday night. The Wi-Fi was absolutely fucking appalling. The, the super fast broadband, which what? What super fast was measured against? I literally have no idea. <laughs> Did I, you have a... I think I think I suggested it might be might be measured against uh, running to the shop to get yesterday's <laughs> paper to get the news. <laughs> oh dear! Oh god! Right, right, right. Good, good. <laughs> right, I'll finish it off. Uh, yeah, mine's a miss, guys. Um, if you followed my. Uh, follow me on Twitter or, or saw anything today. I kind of went on a, I wouldn't say a rant or anything. It was more of a concerned kind of thread of tweets. Um, I get people retweeting um, people who have five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten bets every single day on whether it be football or mostly horse racing. Um, and they do this for 365 days a year. And for me, I'm, I just have this kind of, I'm concerned generally about these kind of people because you don't need to have that many bets a day. You don't need to have a bet every single day. It's the people who do that have people who follow them, who obey, they, they think they're tipsters, basically. Every single day I'm going to post seven horses or four, five, six football games or whatever it will be. And... I think you need to worry about people like that because they're the ones who do it and have a problem yet cannot see it in the mirror that they do. Um, so, and this is what I'm going to say to people. If you see people who do that, just just send them a little tweet saying you're concerned about them and they'll tell you they're not addicted and they will be. So, yeah. 
it's uh, it's more of a kind of a, a Twitter wide thing of I'm concerned about how much people bet when they think they're not addicted and they obviously are and it's pretty bloody obvious. Probably doesn't limit the chance of getting any sponsorship from a betting website now. Ah, oh, mate, I don't care. We're, we're sponsored by Sherry's Berries and Casper Mattresses <laughs> and Jack's Decorated Service and My Garden Maintenance Service. And... Decorated Service. I love yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Artist, artist Services. Artist. <laughs> but, but, but in general, I, th- I, 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 th- I think, I don't know if you guys have the similar things that come up on your timeline, but... I see people and they do it every single day. And you just, I just think to myself, why? You can't be making money. Proper gamblers and pro- people who do it for a professional living won't have a bet. All for, from, they'll have like one bet in a month. And you have these people who are doing 10, 15 a day. And you, you just, yeah, it's, it's concerning. Let's put it that way. Right. I've never thought about it. <laughs> you will now. <laughs> right. So um, you can find us on Twitter at twi- uh, at, ki- at Twitter's uh, at Twitter's math. Yeah, we do. Yeah, at kickers underscore matter. Um, our website is kickersmatterfantasyfootball.co.uk. That's where Alan does all of his fine work with his fine oh, art. Yes. Normally shooting mine down, to be fair, like my Chris Warren article, but um, <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Um, yeah, and as Jamie says, we are sponsored by Sherry's Berries. We hate we hate vegans. We hate hotel Wi-Fi. We hate airports, and we hate um, Matthew Berry. And we hate tipsters. <laughs> yes. So um, yeah, Alan, where can we find your fine self on Twitter? It's at Alan Sansom with two L's. There we go. And um, well, if you, if you can't find him, just look out for tweets from me and Jamie. Normally, gifts of a squirrel. That fucking squirrel. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thank you for coming on, Alan. Um, Thank you very much. No worries. Enjoyed it.